So I think Thorn wakes up in in like a nice bed that's very clearly in a cap not the captain's cabin, but a but a cabin. Um and he stands up and he like goes to the wall and he's got like a calendar there. And he's like, It's finally the day. I promised. And he goes and he puts on like like a cream colored coat and like all kind of like Thorne's like dressed well now, I think. He looks kind of piratey a little bit, but like you know, long coats, like a, like kind of like a dusters kind of like th- kind of thing going on. Um, a good belt, and um, his hair is really long, and he's got it pulled back, maybe even in a braid. He's he's kind of taking up the captain's like stubble but perfect <laughs> kind of look. Um, and uh, I think on his left hand, he puts on a ring. You ever seen one of those rings that's just rock all the way through? Yeah. Like it's like that. It's chunky and it's just a piece of amethyst, like that purple on his on his finger. And he like packs up a bag and he's got money now. He's got possessions. He's got rope. He's got bandages, which is like very different because Thorn before carried nothing. nothing. Yeah. Because he didn't need anything. He's carrying money, um, and he has this like short, really pointy, like triangular bladed knife that he like slips up a sleeve. Um, and then there's like this case. It's got like a note that says um, like, um, from Captain Dubois. And he like opens it and it's, um, it's kind of a cutlass. It's kind of a short sword um, sort of blade. And like on the pommel, there's a blooming rose and amethyst. Um, and like engraved on the blade is, is rose. And it's just, the, it's a custom sword that the captain got for him. And Thorne puts it on. And he kind of like looks at himself in the mirror, and he steps off the ship and down the dock, where six months ago, five months ago-ish, it's five or six months, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he left uh, Duncan and Etney behind, and he goes up to that hill where they had that meal. Um, and I think maybe there's just like the remnants of chair and table, and I think he just sort of like sits. Yeah. Kind of, like, casually. Um, and, like, does his, like, checks the time by the sun. And he's like, she'll be here soon. She'll be here soon. And we cut to the city of Montillier. Uh, right after um, Duncan has returned to the caravan. He takes off the, um, the robe... Uh, from Lady Mira's Houses of Healing and hands it back to the sisters and mothers who work there. Um, But they let him keep the amulet. Mm -hmm. And as he walks that night, moonlight glinting off the amulet, um, he uh, goes straight to Lady Lashana's caravan. And obviously, she's upset. She has a lot of questions. She's like, where were you? The third act fell apart. I mean, obviously we saved it. Pallius was able to, you know, devise <laughs> a little jig. And and people thought we were just doing a new ending. But, you know, we were... It was touch and go there for, for a minute. Where were you? I think Duncan explains um, that uh, his home's in trouble. And, and that, you know, being in the caravan has meant a lot to him. And he's found a family here. But 
he also has other family. Does he plan on returning? He lets Lady Lashana know that um, he just has to go. But, you know, you can take Duncan out of the theater, but you can't take theater out of the <laughs> and, uh And he's like, I'll also explain to um, Thea about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I just can't explain it. I have to go. And I think Lady Lashana kind of understands. She's upset to see him leave. Mm-hmm. And he goes um, because the caravan is leaving the next day. Mm-hmm. They head out to go to the capital. They're heading north. Yeah. And you go back south. And he's like, I'm going to catch a ship because I, I had a commitment that I was forgetting about and I was pushing off. But I think I can get there just in time for it. There is a uh, weird, angry little girl that uh, is probably waiting for me. <laughs> and so um, Duncan goes back to where he's his like caravan that he's been sharing with Thea. And he uh, straps his armor back on. He fishes back out his amulet of Ysmael. And he puts that on as well. He's next wearing to, both. Yeah, now he's wearing yeah. both. Um, shot, sharpens his sword for the first time in a while. Throws it back in the sheath. Swipes a lot of fruit leather and beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoves it into his backpack. Now he's got euros too. He's got like some, some bread so he <laughs> yeah, can yeah. on the go Peter. euros. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like a, a make your own kit box thing. <laughs> and so he packs it all up. I want to spare us the heartache of the Thea goodbye. I imagine honestly, Thea has been in this caravan for a long time and she's honestly not that upset. <laughs> she's like, yeah, breakups happen. Yeah. She's like, yeah, wait. Was this your first relationship? Yeah. <laughs> Duncan's like, oh no, what? <laughs> oh my god, you mean everything to me. And then as you run away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, anyways, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Bye. I think she's honestly not. I mean, obviously, she liked Duncan. She cared. And, and she cared, cared about him as a friend, but she's not destroyed over it. Yeah. And I think Duncan's like, and you know, I'm going to look you guys up. Next time, this has meant a lot. And Pallius gives him, like, an old lute of his, because Duncan's been learning how to play, you know, during his travels. Mm-hmm. So gives him, like, a second-hand one. So he straps that over as well. Um, and he's got a few more feathers in his cap. Maybe he's got a nice hat. And uh, in the morning, he waves the caravan away. He also hands uh, Lady Lashana the script he's been working on. What's the name of the script again? Oh, it's... Um, Tales of the Secondary Heroes, oh, part one. There you go. <laughs> nice. The story so far. At which point, he spends some of the coin that he's uh, accumulated from various shows and stuff like that uh, to buy passage down to the bottom of Cabri. I do want to know, when you wrote that, how did you write? Did you write in characters accurately, or were you, like, really biased? Well, like, I would say <laughs> it is a mix of both. It's like, the characters are accurate, and there's a few embellishments of, of things that didn't quite happen as as they actually happened. Do you have an example? Um, let me think. Um, I think we just did everything a lot more heroically. Just much, yeah. much, much smoother. Yeah. <laughs> much smoother. Thorn didn't fall face first into mud. Yeah. She put it on, like, camouflage. That's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thor didn't drown. He was attacked by a sea monster. Exactly, but that's for sure. Yeah, minor, minor tweaks. Minor mm-hmm. tweaks. Yeah. Is it a tragedy or a comedy or? It's it's what it is. It's family friendly action adventure. And, like, and I'd love to see how it's received once I uh, meet back up with you guys. So I think he takes a boat. How does he do on the boat? Oh, bad. He's throwing <laughs> up. He's sick. He's like, oh. and the captain know. is just so rude about it. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, he's just like, "Let me off here." Once they finally reach it after a few days, mm-hmm. and um, he gets off, and I think he walks to the the banquet area where everyone ate, where there's like a table and chair, and there's no one there. And he's like, "Oh, well, Etni's got to be where the tower was," so he walks down. And he's sort of just like hanging out at the foot of the... Of the tap. Of, well, he's hanging out where the tower is. Was. The tower's gone. Yes. Okay, so are you hanging out like... Do, so then do you go back to the... Wait, so I just like get to the like... The basically the cliff at the bottom of Cabri. And yeah. it's just like there's a, a small rock with waves crashing against it. So there's yeah. no tower. Mm-hmm, no tower. And then you go back to the banquet and Thorn's waiting there now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I think Thorne's probably asleep at this point, like napping. <laughs> yeah. I, I just sort of nudge him. I, actually, sword comes out like straight to your throat. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duncan. Thorne? I didn't think I you didn't were coming. I didn't think you were coming. Did Etni, you know, send for you? Um, I think I take my sword away from your throat, like after a moment. I'm like, um, no, today was just the day. Yeah. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too. Where's uh, Where's Etni? Uh, she hasn't shown up yet. I, I mean, tower's she, gone, so. So um, means tower is coming back. So, yeah, tower could come back. Um, I mean, we didn't set a specific time. No, 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 no we just set a day. No, a day was kind of specific yeah. enough. Honestly, I, mean, I could forgive her. You know, you know what with you know a woman with a traveling teleporting tower that can go anywhere in the world obviously she's gonna be running errands yeah yeah she'll be she'll be here soon how long do we wait um i don't know how long do you guys wait i would imagine days i would wait two days for sure i would imagine almost a week i mean you guys are really thinking that she just might be late Mm, would it be day i think i would wait a day a day because okay. she can tell she's in a teleporting tower. She can show up. Yeah, that's after true. a day, she's not coming. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's the I think that's the thing is like, it's the next morning. Like we get like the shot of them like hanging out. They build a fire out of like the kindling of what's left of the table, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then like morning comes up, and I'm like, <clears throat> she's not coming. Well, let's give it a little more time because I, you know, you saw how those two women were always arguing. <laughs> yeah, but she'll it's be. It's Etni. If she wanted to do something, she would do it. And what she wants to do, she's probably doing right now. Which is not being with us. It's, I, it's understand, I didn't even say goodbye. Yeah, that was pretty brutal when you just kind of left. I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. That was... You don't need to, it was bad. So you, what is that? What does this mean? The secondary heroes aren't even going to get back together. Does this mean you're just going to leave? So it's old Duncan. Duncan, you know, Duncan, I, Duncan, I, Duncan. I took a lot to get here for me. Duncan, 
you and Etni saved my life. You let me go get better. I'm here. Okay? What do you need to get done? I've heard some really scary things about what's happening in Tullius. Yeah, I might have seen some really scary things. So, um... Do we need to go? You know how to drive sail? A sail? It's a metaphor. Do you know how to sail a boat? <laughs> yes. I know how to sail a... Yeah, I know how to sail a boat. Alright. TD's back at it again. <laughs> Thorn Duncan. They never left. <laughs> uh, so do you guys... I you. Do you guys go back into the town, or... Um... Let's decide that in a second. We should probably talk mechanics. It's Duncan and the Thorn experience. <laughs> well, we did some... We just did kind of a cold open there. We should probably do some mechanics. We're back to Dungeon World. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll Sam's, talk. Sam's a GM again. Sam, yes. take it away. Thank let's, you for sticking, sticking out all that. Let's, yeah. let's talk about this, guys. Uh, in between this episode and last, I've listened to every single podcast episode, so I'm very caught up. You're a lying <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh... No, 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 okay, in all seriousness, um, the last few episodes have been a lot of fun, uh, we've been playing, um, I'm sorry, Firebrand, Firebrand and, and the Quiet Era. Yeah, Firebrand and Quiet Era. Bits and pieces of each. Yeah, bits and pieces of each, we really, uh, I think it went fantastically, uh, we might investigate into that more later really in a different not, season. It's not the last time we're gonna do something yeah, like that. Yeah, seriously, it was a really fun time, so, um... Now we're back to Dungeon World, which is uh, the base game. And again, Taylor's not with us right now. Mm -hmm. She will be back soon. Yes. Promise. Yes, promise. Uh, Very soon. Um, also, uh, a little bit of things have changed. First of all, everybody's leveled up one. Uh, two. Two. Since the last time we played Dungeon World. Yes, since the last yeah. time we played Dungeon World. So everybody's level five now. And now uh, Thorn, a.k.a. Dane... I lost my magic. Also Thorn. Yeah, lost his magic, and he's playing a new class, a homebrew class called the Dashing Hero. So, it's from a game company called Liberi Gothica Games, and in the intermission I'm going to make sure I nail that. Um, it's a class called the Dashing Hero. It's really fantastic. It's kind of like, how do you mechanically put together, like, um, Tristan from Stardust, or Jack Sparrow, and, mm -hmm. and Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, it's all about being really good with a sword, um, always being able to like do a crazy acrobatic thing, and because I'm a higher level straight off the bat, um, I have some moves from other classes um, to reflect that I still know about magic, even though I can't use magic. Mm -hmm. um, and my stats are all turned around, um, and it's part of the reason we did that jump was... Was that we felt like we needed Thor needed some time to... Figure figure himself and his stuff out a little bit. Because we didn't want me to sit there and mope. No mopey thorn. Yeah, mopey thorn would have sucked. So instead emo we thorn for. <laughs> yeah, we kind of cut over a lot of the emo thorn bullshit. So, um, I will say he's probably not fully recovered mentally, but we're getting there. Yeah, he's still a little emo. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only a little. So, um, we'll get to like all of the stats that. I've gotten a little bit, but I really want to just talk about the bonds I have right now, because and my new alignment, which are both feel pretty important for going forward to in today's game. So my alignment is now good. Put yourself at risk for the sake of a friend or lover. Um, pretty straightforward. Um, my bonds are: I owe Etni my life. Duncan deserves a better friend than me. 
Duncan returned, Etni didn't. Oh, I like those. Yeah. Whoa. Big fan of those bonds. Um, so that's me. I know Duncan changed too. So yes, yes, And yes, when yes. when Taylor's back, we're going to talk about this shit that happened with Etni, because also cool. Yes. But as of this recording, we don't know what that is. It's as much a mystery to us as... <laughs> as it is to you. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, beyond just becoming a very accomplished thespian... Oh, God. Um, no. <laughs> Duncan Selmy has grown in many ways. Uh, since leveling up and since his encounter at the Houses of the Healing, I will have taken a move for Duncan. Um, divine favor. So I dedicate myself to a deity... Uh, name one or choose one that's already been established, and I gain a commune, so I cast a spell cleric move, and I'm treated as a cleric of level one for using spells. As I level up, my spell cleric level will also increase. So now you're what level paladin yeah. and what level cleric? So because I've gone up two levels, I'm now a level uh, five paladin and a level two cleric. Sorry, that was dice. We yeah. have to get dice oh, we're back bringing again. out all the gear. We're bringing out all the gear. It's time. So it's cool. I get to take some cleric spells. Um... And I've also, you know, communed with a new deity, that being Lady Mira, goddess of healing, caring for the sick and wounded. And um, other than that, it's pretty straightforward. So you might hear me casting some cleric spells and some general rotes and level one stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Alright, um, okay, so you got... Hey everyone, welcome to the intermission here at the Level One Podcast. It's me, Dane, and thanks for listening. Um, well... It's, it's a holiday episode. I gotta go get on a plane soon, so I am gonna run through this real quick. First off, thanks to Adam Coble and Sage Latour for designing Dungeon Worlds. Great game. You should go find it. Thanks to Jacob Randolph for designing the Dashing Hero class um, that we're using in our particular game. And thanks to TabletopAudio.com for, for providing the uh, sound design. Go take a look at all that stuff. It's great. Uh, follow us on Twitter at level underscore podcast and send us your questions to level1pod at gmail.com. That's level1pod at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It makes a huge difference for us and makes our day um, to have your interaction and your feedback. It really makes us smile. Um, please share us with your friends. It's the best way for the show to grow. Also, this is the last intermission I'm recording uh, before the new year. And the last one that um, you're going to hear before the, the new year. So I want to say a couple special thank yous. First of all, uh, thanks to you, the listener. Um, this has been a really special thing for us to put together. And uh, you make it possible and you um, means the world to us. I personally, Dane, would like to put out some special thanks to Sam, Will, and Taylor. I love doing this show with you guys. It wouldn't be the same show without you. And quite honestly, it's made my year. And... Um, to all of you out there, Level 1 Podcast 2019, here we go. Real excited. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. That's all I got for you today. Um, and, uh, you know, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Spells and some general roads and level 1 stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Um, okay, so you guys have just remet. Yep. Where do you guys want to go? The world is your oyster. <laughs> Um, well, it sounds like both Thorne and Duncan are aware, aware of the fact that there is a threat to Duncan's hometown, mm-hmm. Lone Tree. And it sounds like Duncan wants to get a boat and head there. I want to get to Lone Tree. Yeah. I want to know the best way to 
traverse up there because okay. I saw what was going so, on in the houses of healing, and I have a sense that my poor mother, whom I've been a very neglectful son, and I haven't seen her in a long time, is uh, probably worried sick about me. Okay. And I'm worried sick about her. All right. So Tessalona is the closest city to you. Yeah. Uh, where you would be able to get a boat to leave. Where we could buy a boat or something. Yes, where you could buy a boat. Okay, Duncan. Look. You want to get to Lone Tree, right? I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard some really concerning things uh, about the Reds. Um, I, rumors about a treasure hunting guild that's, that's making moves. You sure I, hear a lot on the open seas. It's not on the open seas, it's in the bars in town. Anyways, um... Well, I hear a few things, too, in the bars in town. And what is that? Exactly what you just said. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't special. <laughs> Duncan, this is, I'm not, I don't have a magic... I don't, well, I, don't I know ma- things, too, is what I'm trying to say. I don't have magic powers anymore. So it, it, it's, it's, it's talking to people, which... Well, I do, actually. I, yeah, it's actually pretty dope. Too. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. I cast light. <laughs> Huh? Huh? No, that's a good one. It's a good one. Miss it. Anyways, listen. I've been doing a lot of book learning. Okay. Have you? Yeah. I heard you've been mainly reading scripts. I've been writing scripts. Oh, okay. And I've also been talking to one lady Mira. You may have heard of her. Mira. Goddess of health. Oh. Care sure. of the sick, injured, wounded. Um. Protector of life. Yeah, heard of her. Sanctity of. Didn't have not gone to any sort of sermon, and it's not really for me. Um, you haven't been living a pure and chaste life out on the ocean. Do we just get flashbacks to like th- Thor? Every drunken make out of the yeah. bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with no, Duncan. I'm gonna go with a hard no on that. Full stop. Um, oh yeah, me neither. God, I've been. You're wearing two gods' amulets now. Yeah, but dose too. I like. I went out with so many people. Like I went on so many dates. How did you take it? Uh, I so, uh, painfully well. How good? <laughs> yep, it happens. <sighs> the important thing is we need to get to Lone Tree. How do you want to do it? We could go by sea. I'd be worried about pirates and the Caspian Navy. And I'd be killed. worried about throwing up. Ooh, okay, that's not good, because um, we'd be doing a sloop, and it would be just the two of us, um, and I don't even i don't even think I could pilot a sloop by myself. Um, what about Overland? You said you wanted to go in on the cart. No, I traveled Overland, it's too slow. I don't well, know if make you were tra- okay, you Plus, tra- we've got to cut through a lot of countries. You were traveling with a caravan. We'd be doing non-stop, taking it in shifts, not... not Going about it leisurely. Um, I propose a mix. Mm-hmm. I say we sail. I keep my food down as long as I can. Help you raise the mask. Once the... Out, you don't raise the mask. Nope. Okay. Good try. Good try. I'll help you take down the mast. Nope. Um, that is not how it works either. Fine. I'll raise the oar. Something gets raised. I know that much. Sails. It's I'll sails. figure it out. Anchors. Also, also the anchors. Yeah, you got one. Ha ha ha. I think we take a ship. All right? Once the water gets choppy and it's too much for two men to handle and uh, we start running into some pirates, we'll go, from, we'll go land from there. 
Okay, do we have the money for it? Well, let's see. Realistically, we need 50 coin. And no. I have... Ooh, nine. Is it reasonable to expect that I would have gained coin or lost coin during my time as the... Uh, you probably would have come out pretty even. You might have gained like one or two, but not a substantial amount. Okay, then I have 75 coin. Combine that with my nine... We have... We both pause for a long time. <laughs> Combine that with my nine, and we both have... 80, 85. Yeah, 85. 84. No, you have 80, You have 76. I thought I said 75. You may have said 75. I was rounding, so... All right, fair enough. 85. We have 85. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we probably... Do we head straight into Tessalona to just go buy a sloop? Yeah, of course. Uh, have I, uh, <laughs> I have I done a description sloop. of Tessalona yet? I uh, really don't Maybe remember. a couple episodes ago. Well, didn't Etni just get to the outskirts of Tessalona? Yeah. Yeah, she never really went in. So I don't know if I did describe it, in which case, uh, two descriptions are better than one. Um, okay. So Tessalona is known as the City of Great Cliffs. Uh, it's a port area that is is actually very dwarven influenced in its construction. Uh, similar to the city that Jor visited in the last episode, um, it's, it's kind of stacked on the side, and a lot of it's built into these huge white cliffs, and the white cliffs are kind of carved out. Because it's not... There's no real, like, landfall that this city is built on. A lot of cities that are on coastal cliff areas are built on large beach portions of those. Um, this is built on top of the cliff and then inside of the cliff. So a lot of the city exists inside of this cliff oh, and is cool. and kind of extends out mm-hmm. over the ocean. And then there's like a huge carved out area where where boats come in, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cool. almost like a very ancient port that has, is still being used today. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I'm about this place. Yes. So in a, a very common characteristic of uh, cities in in Cabri is that there's lots of um, there's there's lots of very beautiful statues. Mm-hmm. There's statues carved and like there's not only are there statues carved inside the city, but there's statues carved into the outer walls of the city. So when you were sailing in, you could see those huge statues coming out of the white cliffs and mm-hmm. and kind of symbolizing that this is a very powerful port city. I also it would be cool, I think if um to show how old the city is and to show like how maybe over time the sea level has like risen um, when the tide comes out certain old statues are revealed yeah and then when the tide comes back in they're covered by water again yeah like mm-hmm. reaching out like from the cliffside yes exactly so like in the whole thing is just filled with that ornate art and I, I mean it's incredibly constructed mm-hmm. um, inside the city is I mean it's a hubbub it's a port city there's tons of people uh, you have a lot of people coming from uh, from Eva and Rhea and Caspin and all over that are come through this area. So it's a it's a it's a huge port city. I mean, I can't exaggerate. Like it's it's absolutely massive. Um, when you're inside, I mean, you see you see signs for enlisting for the local army. You see signs for uh, historical tours of the city. <laughs> uh, you see, there's certain hall, there's guild halls for certain guilds there. Yeah. Um, boat rides, things that take you along yeah. the coast, romantic trips, like it's it's touristy can, and port. Can and I so jump everything. in? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, 
Oh, I see the romantic part where he's like, oh, I did that. That was fun. And I think through this whole time, Thorne's been moving really, like, deftly through the city. Mm -hmm. Like, you're like, no, Duncan, leave that guy alone. Leave that guy alone. He does not actually want to sell you a watch. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> it could be helpful to nope, tell nope, the time. Nope. This guy's trying to hand yeah. Duncan an yeah, umbrella like, and then mm -hmm. ask for money. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, what's your guys' plan? I mean, there's... I, I'll say that, like, you... You have, like, a few options still. You know mm -hmm. that you could probably talk to somebody shady who is not going to be involved in the same things. You could try and steal a boat if you wanted. You could try and hire a crew and steal a boat if you wanted. Um, like a heist-slash-boat-driving boat crew. Uh, it's kind of up to you. Um, New plan, Duncan. We're stealing a boat. <gasps> yes, I love it. Wait, Really? Is that is that Will talking? Or that talking? <laughs> I got your back, man. Whatever you need. Wow, I didn't think you'd go for that. Listen, Lone Tree's in trouble, and uh, uh, I got the sense that. Are your buddies good with that? Listen, and he like pats your pat your your amulets like. Yeah, my buddies are good with that. Okay, you know the places where you can meet like people to talk to. For either of those things. So we're looking for basically just a ship that could be manned by two people. So that's what you want? Yeah. Like a, like a small slope, sloop? Sloop sort of thing. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good term for yeah. it. Um, Alright, seriously, are you good with stealing some stuff? <clears throat> Hold on one second. Easeball? Yep, I'm good. Is that how that works? Can I roll to see if I bluff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So just roll, yeah, roll with charisma. Uh huh. Seven and nine. Dan kind of believes it. Oof. What'd you get? Uh, I got a seven. Then you, you kind of believe it. You're like, mm, that doesn't seem right, but maybe. You know what? I'm not gonna argue with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, Duncan. Um, it's time to start using more of my moves and watch them also burn to the ground. Um. So I think we get outside on the edge of the cliff. And like, at the bot, are you going to the near docks? The okay, near the docks, maybe one level up. Okay, about now. When I attempt to enact a daring plan, I gain three hold, and I can spend one hold to take plus one in any parry, defy danger, or daring devil roll to made to advance your daring plan or defend their honor. You lose all this hold after successfully defending their honor or finishing your plan. So it's kind of like a quest. Kind of. So I I, I kneel down and I like pull Duncan down to kneel with me. Like, can you see that one out there? And it's like, it's this small ship. It's got like a little orange flag, but otherwise it's like completely like non... It's a merchant's flag, yeah. Yeah. Like, you see that? That marks um, them as uh, Caspian neutral, roughly. Okay. So, it'll help us out. Won't, won't be perfect, but it'll help us out. Now, you see that crane over there? Because... <laughs> a crane? Are you ready? There's always Very a chandelier. It's like it's less of a crane and more of like a big pulley system. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, there's always a plan of action. There's always a chandelier, rope, window, cart, easily spooked cart of livestock, or other similar unusual environmental hazard handy in any situation in which it would be convenient for you and remotely possible. Okay. And you see this, how that rope's connected right here, and I point to a thing right behind you. Ding, ding, ding. And sort of just yeah, tug on the, the tension of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, now... Um, what's going to happen is we're going to go from here right into that boat, 
And it's, like, also kind of floating out in the middle of the bay. Like, someone, mm-hmm. like, anchored it and, like, yeah. got on a rowboat and went to shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we're going to go straight into that boat, and we're going to take it out of the harbor before anyone can get to us. From here. Sounds like a plan. I pull out my sword. Nope, no, 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 no. There's, there's no, there's no need for that. By the power. Oh. Um. Why would you? What do you think we're? How do you think we? What? Well, we cut the rope. Yeah, and that will be your job. That's your big job, okay? Okay. You good? You can do that. Don't do butts. <laughs> no, 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 you need your sword. For oh, that. Okay. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Sword out. Um. And now I'm going to use a different move called Daring Devil. When you laugh confidently before performing a crazy acrobatic feat, describe it in roll plus dex. Okay. So I, I grab the rope and I, and I like loop Duncan's arm under mine and I'm like, all right, here's the fun part. Cut the rope. <laughs> I cut the rope. Um, Why don't I just hold the rope? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you need to hold the rope too because yeah. you can't hold Duncan's weight up. Uh, that's actually part of the move. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna roll plus dex, which is plus three. Um, alright, so I got a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Jesus. Um. It's a good roll. Yeah, so I get to choose three from the well, list. He's got, he's got a plus three. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I get to choose from the list below. You end up exactly where you want to be. You don't attract unwanted attention. You grab someone nearby and bring them along with you. You show off and feel fantastic about it. Take plus one forward. How? So do you just get all of those? I get three out of the four. Okay. So I'm going to end up exactly where I want to be. So we go flying through the air, right? Like it uh-huh. swings around Jack Sparrow style <laughs> and then like drops us right into the boat. Uh, I'm going to grab someone nearby, Duncan, and bring them along with me. Okay. How's Duncan react to all this? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm yes. <laughs> breathing. Um, I feel like this is showing off and feeling fantastic about it. Okay. So I'm going to take a plus one forward to whatever I do next. And I'm like, look, and now we're in the boat. We should have done this from the beginning. So somebody sees you, though. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you just hear somebody go, hey, hey, that's my boat. That's my boat. And then, and then and then everybody and then basically the whole bay becomes alive because there's like security. Like there's bay security. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and basically like the security tugboats start pulling out, kind of rowing towards you guys pretty fast. Alright, um, I'll raise the mast. <laughs> I here and I like hand you oars and like you're strong. Start rowing. I am strong. Start rowing. <laughs> is it, what is this? Defy danger? Yeah, this is defy danger. Um, I'm raising the sails and like I'm steering. Do we have okay. a um, moves sheet? That's also probably Ooh. defy danger. Just different different roles. Oh, the basic moves sheet. Ah, how I missed you. Um, All right, and this is by powering through. This is just yeah. Straight, straight and I'm straight. I'm aiding here. You're aiding? Or okay. do you want me to do a defy? I feel like you're also defying danger. Okay. You're trying to do something completely different. Like, is that? I'm trying to be as quick as possible. Yeah, this. so Dax probably. Just yeah. a couple of strong, quick boys. Ten. Wow. Well. <laughs> yes, okay. the sail goes up, and I'm like, excellent. You're doing good. Put your back into it. Move with your back. You're good. You got this. <laughs> the back. It's all in the... I'm just eating water, baby. It's all in the upper back. The traps. Let's, the traps. Let's <laughs> chop it up. Let's chop it up. Oh, yeah. 
you know Duncan's back looks good right now. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. He's taking the armor off. He's just sun's out, guns out. He's, <laughs> he's rowing away. He's shredding with. Shredding okay, so you guys spray. successfully get out of basically the harbor. Now you're in open, essentially open waters. Yeah. Um, and the situation's a little bit different here in the fact that uh, ultimately uh, there's. No, nobody really knows actually. So I feel like you guys might actually be, for the most part, home free, at least out of this bay. Yeah. Um, my question for you would be, uh, actually, we're just gonna roll. Yeah, this is a perilous journey, but we're gonna roll a die to see how many rations are on this ship when you guys got on. Hmm. Depending on how far, because this we'll determines how far you can go. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have some in your packs, but I mean, this is mm-hmm. a long journey, especially in a two-man boat. Yeah. Um. So I can. So this will kind of determine how far you guys yeah. go. At a certain. Um, well, also at certain points, I'm sure we can stop mm-hmm. and go to shore. Right, but let's see how long we can go for. Yeah. So you guys, based on what is already in your boat, um, you can't get very far. It's two days. <laughs> yeah. Plus whatever we can add to it. Yeah. Plus whatever um, you might be able to add. To I it. have five rations. How much rations do you have? Where would I know that? You also have five, so we can go a total of a week. Okay, so you guys can get about a week's distance to, um, I get, what's your destination port? Do you want to head to Tullian? Like, well, proper, like, we go all the way around, like, we go all the way around to Tullian and, like, go from Tullian to Lone Tree. You guys because as far also as landfall and Rhea and right, there's Tampa places we'll stop. Yeah. Well, like, I feel like we talked about this. We maybe even established this that there are yeah. a lot of pirates in this area. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I think stopping in Rhea is a good. But you call. guys are in a sloop, so it's hard to say whether if we go up through Rhea, we if can, we get caught, we're fucked. But yeah. if but it's this is the, the shit bigger that problem is that there's probably a military blockade somewhere. Yeah, if we go up through Rhea. Because mm-hmm. I imagine, yeah, the Caspian military is block- blockading any ways to get to the Tullius by water. Yes, exactly. They, um, they don't want them to have access to yeah. trade. Let's get to Eva, because Eva is fairly neutral. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Um, so we'll stop there, refuel, check out the local color. Then we'll go to okay. Rhea, and we'll move up through there. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so you guys are stopping in Eva and then stopping in Rhea? We're stopping in Eva to get more food. Mm-hmm. Um, how much coin? Can we just stop in a port and like pick up coin, like just? Real yeah. Quick? By the way, I did leave. You food. guys are gonna go hungry for a while, for like a day or two to get to Eva, but you can do it. And we only have thirty-five coin. Why do we only have thirty-five? coin? No, you guys didn't spend any coin. I stole. We stole a boat. Yeah, and I said we would leave the appropriate amount of money, which is fifty gold. And I wrote a note, and I am leaving that money. Oh <laughs> no, that is so funny. So, so like, so I'm like. We're going to be just fine. We've got plenty of <laughs> yeah. money now. Yeah, we're, All right. Okay. I, wait, I like this. 85 you're, coin, right? You're sitting at the, you're standing at the front of the ship, letting the wind blow in your hair while I'm just sweating, <laughs> pushing the oars. And you're like, man, we're set. We got 85 coin. I'm like, 35. <laughs> <laughs> As I keep going. And you're like, what do you mean 35? I bought the ship. What do you mean? We stole the I ship. I left a note in 50 gold. Did you just, what did you drop it in the bay? It's, it's the right about- thing to do, Thorn. Okay, let's and I let's kiss my amulet. <laughs> we do a hard cut. We do a hard cut back to, uh, um, it's on the dock. Like as soon as you guys have left, there's it's like a little buoy. Yeah, there's a discussion. You guys want to play this out with me really quick? I'll be the boat owner. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. You guys are the guards. And 
I swear, those men, they, they fell from the sky on a rope and yeah. they landed on the boat yeah, and they sure ran they with did, it. Yeah, sure they did, but I'm mm-hmm. sure they did. <laughs> yeah, and what do you want us to do about it? Well, I would like some money. To some compensation. You want, you want money for your boat that disappeared? Yes. Hey, uh, yeah, hey Mikey. Mikey, what's this? And I like pick up like a buoy that's got like a soggy like bottle note and like a coin purse attached. It's like, hmm, what's uh? Here's... So how much do you think you'd let that boat go for? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It was it was kind of out of shape. Probably forty gold. Well, someone left you fifty. Forty. Oh uh, yeah, someone left you forty. Some, yeah, someone left you 35. Someone left you 35 gold for that boat. That seems like a hell of a deal. Wow, 35 gold? That's actually not bad. Huh, yep. what does this note say? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cut back to like someone just being like, at, just like, what's the point of stealing the boat? You know, if you want to turn rowing anytime soon, no, feel I free. Read. Feel free. Look, I stole it. I'm captain. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it. I'm captain. Well, Will technically owns it, or Duncan technically ah, owns it now. I technically bought it. So. That was on you. You more or less just dropped money into the ocean. So we're going to argue about this. We're going to argue about let's this. Roll, <laughs> let's roll a post-intelligence to see who can convince who that they're the captain. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for it. I'll spend my last hold to... Um, oh, really? You're to, <laughs> I'm going to spend my last hold to, uh, to, to my plan. And my intelligence is completely... Insane. I got an 11. Oh my god. I'm going to have to roll really well. <laughs> Ooh, that's oh, a good start. Okay. Here we go. Got the six. Oh, ten. Oh, <laughs> you got eleven. I got a ten. Just like, uh huh. Can you? <laughs> Rowing seems to be keeping you uh, seasick. Why don't you stop for a second? <laughs> yeah, so my boat. Um. Okay. So we reach Eva. Yeah. Um...